Michelle, what do you want for Christmas? Chrismica, I should say. What do you want for Chrismica? All I want for Christmas is for everyone to stop sending me TikToks via text message. Just send them in the app, you guys. Please. What else? What do you want? All I want for Christmas is Benefer to stay together. All I want for Christmas is for Pete Davidson and Harry Styles become best friends forever and have a reality TV show like The Simple Life. All I want for Christmas is my parents to stop gifting me and my siblings gifts from their targeted Instagram ads. All I want for Christmas is for Rihanna to release new music. Release yeah. the t- All I want for Christmas is for people to stop telling me I should check my egg count. (laughs) Hello. I'm Michelle. And I'm Wallace. And welcome to Good For You. Good for you, man. Good for you. Good for you. you a podcast about the things we ghosted the purchases that haunt us and the extension of the cusp where we talk about the best products services and industry happenings in the wellness well-being and spiritual space we're going to talk about the things that are happening in pop culture our strong opinions that are loosely held we like to call this the grex the group text the group text in your ear today friends don't let friends buy bodysuits with crotches in them Welcome to our most unhinged episode yet. Definitely the most sleep-lacking episode. I'm Michelle Pelazon, head witch in charge of holisticism. And who are you, Wallace? Hello, I'm Wallace, Walita in the streets, and I do content here at Holisticism. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in. It's like a radio show. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> on this illegal station. This week on the pod, we're talking about zero waste gifts. We're talking about last minute gifting. We're talking about passive aggressive gifting, house of cards. (laughs) And we have an amazing special guest, Rivka Reyes. We are so excited for you to hear their house of cards. So stay tuned for that. But before we get into the episode, Wallace, how's your week been? It's been good. It's been cold and sleepless as we've talked about. Well, it's so dark, but it's true. I'm feeling festive and tired but otherwise um pretty good i have maybe two or three people to get for and i have not done any of them and i'm really excited to go into stores because i missed all of the shipping deadlines so here i am (laughs) nice and this week's episode i'm sure will be very helpful for anyone who's in the same boat as you because we're talking about last minute gifts and zero waste gifts which often go hand in hand there you go how are you doing i'm very sleep deprived i don't know what's going on i think it's the full moon but i could you know i missed the window of time where i could pretty much fall asleep standing up between like 9 30 p.m and 11 p.m but if i am not asleep by then then i'm awake for like three more hours it's just like it's like the rem cycle i've missed it so yeah i was up until like 2 30 just like you know making websites fucking around on the internet being somewhat psychotic and i don't feel great now but <laughs> but i have had like four cups of coffee so i don't feel bad like well i'm <laughs> on another cycle now a caffeine when I, roller coaster <laughs> exactly poor ethan when he comes home later i'm just gonna be like crying eating carbs sleepwalking Please married crash. life man we're both sleep deprived. I think the whole team is as we discovered on all of our meetings today. Oh um, yeah, we're we're synced on every cycle. Sleep cycle, yeah. PMS cycle, yeah. You know, moon whatever, all the cycles. You Here. know what I could really use right now? What? The thing that we're giving away because I still haven't oh. bought it myself. If you pop over to Apple Podcasts and give us a lovely review, we will enter you into this week's giveaway, which is the Forever Eye Mask, which is a reusable sheet mask by Gia Skin. This looks pretty awesome. I've heard great reviews. And all you have to do is hop over and give us a review. Super simple, low stakes, so easy. And we'll announce the winner at the end of next week's podcast. Stay tuned to find out if you're the winner of our Cedar Stack Boy Smells Candle at the end of this episode. It's very exciting. I cannot wait to announce. Let's get into the episode. And we're going to start off with Bestie. Are you okay? Are you okay? You look pretty. 
What did you say? Uh, I said you look shitty. Good night, Denise. In Bestie, Are You Okay? We examine some things that are happening in the cultural zeitgeist and ask ourselves, is this bestie okay? Do they need a little bit of help? Or is this bestie absolutely thriving and living their best life? Wallace, this did you feel this one in your heart of hearts? You mean in the belly of this beast? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did. Our bestie this week, bestie, are you okay? New York bagels. New York bagel industry. Are you guys all right? Because this is the great cream cheese schmear shortage of 2021. It is underway. And there have been mass casualties in the bagel world. Give me the facts. What are the details? I will say that I have a vested interest in this because my very favorite bagel place in the entire world is called Pickle Bagel. Shout out to the real ones who know. Uh, Pickle Bagel has three locations in Manhattan. And it has the best bagels on the planet. And I care, I care deeply about this bagel. The New York Times published an article this week that there's been a gigantic cream cheese shortage. And there is no cream cheese to be had anywhere because of, you know, supply chain issues. So all the cream cheese in New York, the glue that keeps that city together, it's hard to come by. And like there's black market dealings happening. You know who I think is really behind this? Big Tofu. Tofurdy specifically. This is their plan to usurp the top schmear position. This is a great time for vegan schmear to shine. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that Tofurdy's cream cheese is amazing. It is basically Delicious. hydrogenated oil, which is not good for you. But neither is like, I guess neither is cream cheese really if you just like look at or it. Or oat milk. We basically mainline oil when possible. Right. In, in just like various forms. Yeah. But I kind of feel like Tofurdy is like glow up girl get mm. after it but mm. i don't feel like tofuti is truly evil enough or like not evil machiavellian enough mm. to try and strategically sabotage the cream cheese trade mm. but you know who i do think would sabotage the bacon egg and cheese oh like hey bacon egg and cheese has been in the shadows for too long and honestly i say it's your time to shine bacon egg and cheese supremacy like let's make it happen i don't feel like it is their time with the plant-based movement i mean now more than ever maybe is when they why they they need to have this comeback it's like be relevant for the swing new york bagels bestie i think that you're in it but you're gonna come out of it good luck to freddy we're rooting for you and now for haunted cart shopping in this section we talk about what is haunting us what we've left in our carts the carts we've abandoned the purchases that haunt us but also just cannot make ourselves buy for some reason wallace what's in your haunted cart this week what's haunting you all right what's haunting me is all about face eyeshadow shadow stick specifically which i'm like are you wearing that right now wearing it right now oh (laughs) (laughs) wow i can see it through the zoom she knows me so well what i'm really coveting is the color called aliens are real because how could i not yeah i'm intrigued honestly i would say as someone who owns the about face uh cream eyeshadow it is amazing it stays on it's halsey's brand and i really like it but if you're looking for that green color glossier also does i don't like uh, sky wash yeah i don't like it either it doesn't stay on i have a brown Mm -hmm. one it doesn't work don't buy it no don't recommend Um, glossier is drugstore makeup and i die by that i stand by some of their products though also in my cart is Bakuchi oil, because it's fun to say, which is apparently the new retinol, but not for your bad for you. No. For what? For your face? For your face. I'm definitely not saying it right. <laughs> Bakuchi. Bakuchi roll call. Like, that's what that reminds me of. <laughs> I honestly don't even know which one I'm going to buy. I'm just, I'm thinking about it because I'm not a huge retinol user, but this sounds more natural. Of course, Ayurvedic medicine has been using this oil forever. They really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. 
On the face? On the face. I haven't decided on which brand. So if anyone has any experience, let us know. I actually think my mom sent me a TikTok in via text about this oil. About Wait, your mom is sending you TikToks? My mom starts sending TikToks at 7 a.m. She like wakes and bakes to TikTok, man. She like rolls over Pretty and she's cool. like, what puppies did I miss last night? What skincare did I miss? And she is sending, she is firing those babies off. She sent me Respect. a TikTok with a holistic dermatologist who is talking about that. So mm. uh, I'll send it to you. It is the new retinol. You're going to start seeing it everywhere. Retinol is going to get the boot. It's about time. Retinol's had the limelight for a long time. Cool. Also comes with many casualties. Yeah, it'll, fl- it'll make you flake. That's in my... That's in my cart. And then I bought this book for my dad. I'm really excited about it. It's The Mushroom at the End of the World on the Possibility of Life in Capitalist Ruins. It's a light reading. <laughs> just, just like a, a little fun little. thing. <laughs> just like you think it's just me about some mushrooms. <laughs> but it's all about the prized and delicious matsuke mushroom, which you may have seen, but they're pretty expensive. Don't show up a lot in cooking, but when they do, they're delicious. And Mm -hmm. it's all about this mushroom and the mushroom kingdom and how a lot of mushrooms thrive in ruins and in really degraded areas and what allows them to. So it's basically drawing parallels from the mushroom kingdom to fixing capitalism. And I was like, this is totally my dad's kind of read. So That's so cool. And I picked that up at one of my favorite bookstores in New York, in the East Village, Mast Books. Oh, and so uh, good. So hot. I could spend so much money in there. And another thing that I almost bought but didn't buy, Tashin released, I think it's their mm-hmm. second book in their esoteric series, and this is on <sighs> astrology. And it's essentially a picture book that chronicles the history of Western uh, astrology through so cool. art. And it's just so beautiful. So almost bought that, but honestly it would be a great gift for many people. Almost any Tashin book is a good gift is a f- strong gift to give, Pretty you know? Much. That's wow. what's in my car. What's in your I mean, obviously so many things as per usual because anxiety. And I'm like, that looks cool. I don't want to miss out on that thing. Do I need that thing? And then I panic and I wonder whether I need it or not. And then I just let it haunt me forever and ever and ever. First and foremost, <laughs> I have been stressing about this NFT for like four days. Mm. And if you don't know what an NFT is, it's a non-fungible token and they're part of like art and collectibles that you can buy on the blockchain. And there's this really cool community that I think is really, really sick. Well, Sardina knows about them because I've sent her the link like 17 times already called Crypto Coven. And they've created these witch avatars that are just so cool. And the community is really sweet. And you have to buy, they don't have any more. They minted all of the witches. So now it's secondhand market that you have to buy off. And <laughs> I'm just like, should I buy this digital piece of art that I think is so cool and interesting and basically like gets me into this amazing community of people who are witches and into crypto but like also it's kind of expensive it's like $400 so I've been really I've been sitting on it just like I've never done ayahuasca Mm. you know I'm waiting for Mm, the moment the right moment exactly I'm gonna let it come to me you know I'm gonna let it be easy yep I've tried to buy these this nft more than once it was too difficult so I'm like you know what when it's easy it, it will be the right time and if it's never easy fine Go with God. So that's on my list. Also, I absolutely demolished my nails when I got married. I don't use nail polish because I hate getting my nails done. I hate getting my feet and hands touched by another person. And I did get a manicure for my wedding and I got these gel nails and I left them on for too long and my nails grew out. And then I was like, I can't go to the the nail salon now because it's going to take an hour to get these things off. I'll just rip them off. So I ripped off my nails. Yeah. And they, I just now have these like little nubbins. Like, you know how newborn babies, when they scratch you, their nails are so sharp. They're like talons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like what my nails are like right now. I keep scratching things. And I'm like, oh my God. Actually, I currently have talons. <laughs> <laughs> Yours are long though. Yours are, you yeah. have nice long talons. There you go. Oh, well, it's just 
showed me her pinky, her long pinky nail. My cocaine. Um, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So I'm just thinking about these press-on nails. And I know that sounds like so silly, but I saw uh, a friend of mine recommend them, these like acrylic matte press-on nails that are like 12 bucks. And she was like, get the glue. It won't ruin your nails. Super easy to take off and really easy to put on. You can put them on in like 10 minutes and they don't look cheesy. They look really awesome. So I'm thinking about those, but I'm a little scared to buy them because like now I'm just gun shy. And two things that I'm just really, again, thinking about, not sure if I'm going to do it, are like sort of statement pieces to have in my wardrobe for the next like six months. Mm. I really want a silk slip dress mm. that fits well and that's flattering. Hot. Yeah, that you can like layer under lots of things. I found this cool one on Keens. I think it's called that or Quince. And it's 100% silk machine washable mm. slip dress. And they're like an ethical fashion company. So I'm, think- I'm thinking about it, but I don't know if I want to get it or not. I've really been thinking about this one for a while. Mm. The second is one of my filters that I'm searching for on Depop like actively right now. I keep refreshing every morning. And it's the Aritzia Mol- Molina leather pants, which are apparently like the I don't know, holy grail of like pleather pants that make everyone look amazing and tall and like super fashionable. So I've seen a lot of people sporting them in New York. Yeah. What do you think? Do they look good on just the people that they look good on? And so you're like, wow, you look so good. But like everything looks good on that, that type of person or are they actually flattering on all people? I think it depends on the cut. There's a cut for everyone. You just got to know the cut for you. What are, what's your I feel cut? like this is the ad for pants in general. <laughs> pants. <laughs> just find a good Put cut. Put them on. <laughs> on your butt. But wait, what kind of pants? What's your, what's your go-to like sort of leg stitch? Mm-hmm. Oh, what cut do I like right now? I like a pretty straight leg cropped, like kind of, sorry, boot cut. Mm, nice. Yeah. I like, a, I've been very wide leg for like the past mm-hmm. probably three years. I'm getting into more of a straight leg boot cut. And I recently did something that I haven't done in probably five, five to six years. And I got a jogger style pant. And if you have any recommendations, if you've bought any of the things that we're just obviously really thinking about, let us know. Because when we get your buy-in and you say something's really good, we believe you. Yeah, we get the best dupe recommendations from the community. Oh, if you're oh on the God. cusp, you know what's up. One of the best recommendations of my life came from the cusp because someone recommended Ray Wellness and their mm. sexual health supplement. And oh. holy shit, does that work? It is okay. It is good. It is very, very good. We'll link it in the show notes on, the sh- on our shop, my shelf. But you can also get it at Target. And it's amazing. It's really good. And we have a very discerning crowd in the cusp. So if you like this, if you like really cool products, check out the cusp. It's free for the first two weeks. Should we get into the tofuti of this episode? Our last minute and zero waste gifts. So we are putting this out on December 17th. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't gotten your presents yet, there's a very slim chance that if you order them today, they will get delivered in time. So work around for your last minute gifting are zero waste gifts or experiential gifts. And I kind of feel like saying something is zero waste just because it like is an experience is a little bit of a cop out, but it's almost a virtue signal. It's like when someone runs an internet business and they're like, we have a zero waste business. What are you talking about? Just because you run your business on your computer and you don't like print up paper. That's not what it means. These almonds are gluten free. These vegan almonds on the list. What do we have? I do love an experience and giving someone a treatment that they wouldn't pay for or buy necessarily by themselves because they're a little embarrassed. So I think that astrology readings or human design reading is is always interesting. For most people, I would say under the age of like 50, probably. I recommend checking out Emily Rousseau for an astrology reading or Ariana Mag for a human design reading. They're both amazing. I've sent my family to both of them and they're incredible. The next thing that I would recommend, so that might be like your entry point to sort of like the holistic wellnessy mystical space. If you have someone in your family who maybe like went through some grief, I would say over the last couple of years, or they're going through a difficult time, 
I very strongly recommend getting them a past life regression session where they can work with mm. a um, someone who hypnotizes them and opens up their like past lives mm. because it's fascinating. And I think that even like the most sort of skeptical people out there are at least interested in seeing what this is all about, even if they just like laugh it off. It's very illuminating. It depends on who you gift it to, though, and if they're open to it and if they redeem said gift. Sometimes people are like, thanks. Terrified (laughs) of doing that. (laughs) Or like also slightly passive aggressive. The past life regression. Right. Heal your You're shit. Like, you got Heal your fucking trauma. generational trauma. <laughs> Let's work it out. Clean up the bloodline. Yeah. Um, or the spiritual bloodline. Yeah. Somewhat yeah. passive aggressive. It's it's a nice idea in theory, but it's also a little bit, there's some pressure involved. Like when people gift you, they're like, hey, I donated to this charity in your name as a gift. I've gotten that many times. And you're kind of like, cool. By who? Thanks. Family members. I feel like an asshole. You can't not say thank you. Like you can't be mad at it. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yell at them? First of all, you didn't choose the charity. And second of all, you're like slightly on some level, like maybe I was expecting something else. (laughs) Right. It's a nice, it's a gesture that's like not going to get anyone actually mad at you because you look like an asshole if you got mad, but it is kind of, kind of a cop out gift. They don't get any of the sort of like dopamine bump that you get when you do a nice thing for someone else when you do a good deed. It's not like you get the good karma. They get the gift. They're getting the spiritual gift. Really? It's selfish. (laughs) This is a sexy, unique scam right here. We just figured it out, ladies and gentlemen. Seasonal, sexy, unique scam. And also could be considered zero waste because really it's recycling if you think about it. You take something that you own that is somewhat expensive, like something that feels high quality and Mm -hmm. that you haven't touched or haven't used, and you re-gift it. You know what? I stand re-gifting. I think that re-gifting is great. Coffee table books, candles. It's thrifting out of your house. I love that personally. I also think a good last minute gift is just a restaurant gift card at a Mm. local place that you're trying to give someone like that you're whoever you're gifting to. Like find the highest rated, nicest restaurant or trendiest restaurant and get them like maybe a reservation in a couple of months and a gift card. I think that that's just that's sweet. I think it's really nice. It's like taking someone out on a date from afar. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You are romancing. Yeah. Cute. Love it. We oh. also have some really good zero waste gifts that all come from our North Node community members or last minute gifts that you can get. Yes. We'll link all of those. There's quite a few in our Shop My Shelf for today. Yes. Go check them out. There's some really cool workshops. There's amazing herbal products. There's really cool journaling products, some CBD products. Shout out to Cure Crate. Go check them out. Speaking of sexy, unique scams of the season, what do you think is the exercise gift of this year? Last year, we know it was Peloton. And Peloton is trying to co- make a comeback. It's a vibrator. Think, oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's, I th- still think it's the Bala, like, wrist mm-hmm, weight thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so cute. Or the Aura Ring. I got my dad an Aura Ring. Oh, that's Greg, nice. if you're listening, you didn't hear that. But Uh-oh. yeah, I think it's a sort of wellnessy exercise thing adjacent. A lot of people want that. A lot do, of people want dear it. listeners, do you like it? Do you use it? Let us know. Are you? Are you? Is it haunting your cart? Tell <laughs> us. Is it haunting your dreams because you can't sleep, and now you know because of all the data from the ring? It's not in my algorithm, but you know it is. Hmm. Pink and white plastic Christmas trees. Oh my gosh! Be- that's Which, because you have such a strong aesthetic. I need to see some good examples because I am picturing sort of like a Palm Springs Charlie Brown Christmas fad. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I also know that these could be very cute and very chic. They could be, but they're kind of ironic. Like you're not. They're like you know, yeah. You're you're not putting one up, being like, well, this is 
so tasteful because it's so cheesy it is tasteful i like them i like to look at them because i love the camp well i think that you would actually only have shame if you like were genuinely like these are actually really pretty i know they're supposed to be campy but i love tinsel tinsel is hilarious but (laughs) (laughs) but the shame comes from the fact that if you get close to one of them you smell the plastic oh god you're like Like oh It doesn't smell like the lights? plastic, but no. have you ever thought about why the fuck we decorate Christmas trees? I mean, the history yeah. of it, you can look into it. Sure. It's there. <laughs> you could do a Google. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of hilarious that we still do it. It's extremely weird, especially when you look at like the amount of effort and then like cleanup that that, that exists. It's like, let's yeah. kill this tree, bring it inside of our house, mm-hmm. make it make a mess inside of our house, and mm-hmm. then leave its skeleton out to die for the next two weeks by the side of the road. It's kind of a really sad life for the Christmas tree. Who else has that short of a life cycle in the home of the plants? Oh, of the plants? Fresh cut flowers. If you're prone towards depressive episodes, I think that driving around your city or walking, actually New York is even worse. Walking around the city after Christmas is so depressing. And just like seeing these naked, bare, dead Christmas trees like in gray snow. Also, pretty much Boxing Day, I guess. I wake up, I look at the tree and I'm like, get it away. I can't look at it. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like when I was dating in my 20s and... As soon as someone would tell me they liked me back, I'd be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, get out of my face. You're disgusting. Like You're actually making me nauseated. I can't see you anymore. Up until that moment, I was like, I think I might be in love with you. And then when they're like, I think I like you back. I'm like, oh, my God, you. This doesn't work with my trauma, actually. Sorry, I need to walk in the other direction. My trauma <laughs> I mean, says no. To- see, my issue is kind of the opposite. People would be like, I like you. And I'd be like, all right, I guess I guess I'll go with I this. Anyways, I guess I'm moving in. Okay. Yeah. You seem to like me, so. Oh, boy. Good thing we've worked past all of our issues, right? Good thing I've ascended. Thank God, this human experience. Spe- speaking <laughs> of ascension, if you want to just absolutely level up your wardrobe this holiday season, because I do feel like. This feels like an holiday, ad. What are you saying? It's not. It's not. I'm not. This is not not sponsored. <laughs> I'm open to it, but it's not sponsored. I feel like holiday dressing is one of those things where you're like, oh, I have one velvet dress that I kind of like can wear every Mm -hmm. Christmas and like Christmas Mm -hmm. parties, but that's really the only time I wear it. And it's cold and it's like kind of hard to dress up, whatever. Okay. I got this, this piece of hosiery three years ago. The word hosiery. What a throwback. (laughs) I'm really loving that. It is a full body fishnet and I got it off of Amazon and it's like somewhat porn inspired because it is crotchless. (laughs) So there's that. However, easy access. Stay with me. Stay with me. And it's it's got like three quarters length sleeves. It works with everything. You can wear it under like a low cut top. You can wear it with like a a mini dress or skirt. You can wear it with regular pants or or jeans that have holes in them. And it just elevates everything. It It changes the most basic staples that you have in your closet. And I think those are the types of things that are worth investing in. Pieces that can shift the energy. And it's fun. It's fun to wear something crotchless. I will tell you that. I can confirm that it's fucking sick. And you've worn it (laughs) under many different items of clothing. But I will say, poor poor moi, it would look insane on me. (laughs) No. I think only certain people can get away with it. And you make it look fucking sexy. I will take that compliment, but I will have to respectfully disagree with you because Mm. I think it would look great on anyone. I think the first one that I bought three Mm. years ago that has lasted me until now, I just had to reorder one because... Ethan put it in the wash with a white sweater and now it has all it's all messed up. But they have plus size versions. I think it's a cool piece that anyone can wear, no matter what your personal style is. The original bodysuit that I ordered was from Dream Girl, and you could probably find it not on Amazon if you want. And they have tons of sizes and lots of very sexy stuff. Now I'm looking at a sheer glossy bodysuit, stocking bodysuit. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Oh, I like that there is a crotch or no crotch option. That's very important. You listen, you've got 
Honestly, I would go with crotchless because it's easier to like go to the bathroom and do things. You still wear like wear your underwear, wear a thong underneath, but just a little bit easier access. Love it. Move things around, change things up. Let's get into our chat with Rivka Reyes and their wellness house of cards. Hey nerds, guess who's got two thumbs, speaks limited French and hasn't cried once today, this moi. When I had COVID, I was like maybe sick for one day, but when I found out I tested positive, I literally just ate a clove of garlic and I was just like, let's do this. And I didn't lose my sense of taste, I think because I ate the garlic. I mean, there's no science behind that, but I just popped it in my mouth and chewed it up, swallowed it down, yummy, yummy. And I didn't lose, I did lose my sense of smell for like two days. And then I was like fine within like six days, I think, of testing positive. When I get sick, I go feral. And I just like listen to my animal senses and I'm like, I need to eat 10 oranges with my bare hands yeah. and then put onion on my foot with a sock yep. and then go sweat this out somewhere. I'm just like, where? it's like big babushka vibes. Yeah. All of a sudden. Very that. Yeah. No, I definitely. Yeah. And I was like seeing somebody at the time and she was like in Atlanta shooting something and like I had my little nightly ritual of eating a clove of garlic and she was just like, is it garlic time? And like we would like FaceTime while I ate my garlic. <laughs> just like a cute little medicine time very cute it's very cute wait have you ever taken wellness formula i literally she's right here she takes it i take it every day just to back up so everyone knows we were just talking about the fact that everyone we know has covid i'm not sure if i have covid but now i feel like i need to start consuming garlic immediately yeah there's no science behind it but think that chewing a little clove of garlic every night while i had covid was what saved me from having severe symptoms. Well, I mean, obviously the vaccine saved me from having severe symptoms, but I think the garlic helped. I mean, I think there actually are studies that show that garlic is very good for your immune system and like keeping things. Also good for keeping men away. Yeah, very true. And yeast infections, apparently. Yeah, shove a little clove up there and you're Gucci. One of my friends who's Italian, like she was just like, oh yeah, my mom would just shove a clove of garlic up there wrapped in a piece of cheesecloth and just like kind of let it, let it simmer. Nuclear. Yeah, they do say Nuclear. the self-cleaning oven. There's kind of like a lasagna vibe down there, you know? Yeah. Downstairs lasagna, downstairs pizza, you know? Yeah, yummy, yummy. Throw some oil of oregano in there too. That is a meal. <laughs> it's a feast. <laughs> <laughs> We're so honored that you're on the podcast. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, coolest. So on a scale of like from maybe like, let's say, Zach Galifianakis to Gwyneth Paltrow, where do you fall in on the wellness and well-being spectrum? Ooh, Okay. And- Interesting. Are we insinuating that Zach is unwell? I know. I feel yeah, like I, 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 that was like Zach Galifianakis slander, and I'm not. Okay, I'm not sure that I'm okay with what I just said. Yeah, honestly. he is a man with the trees. He is among yeah. the ferns. I would he's say like the unwell person that we that I could replace Zach Galifianakis. Pete with. Davidson. I don't know. But he's like he's confidently he's unwell. Driving. I think he's well with himself. Yes, he knows what's up. But yeah, I was telling Michelle like he is one of my core archetypes right now. Like he is confidently neurotic and unstable, and I'm like yeah vibes. <laughs> He, yeah, he's like, I'm, a, I'm self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> and that, in a way, is being well. And he pulls so much, like, gorgeous tail that I'm just like, hello? Get out. <laughs> okay, okay, how about this? On this on a scale of a macaroni grill menu to Gwyneth Paltrow, where are you? where do you fall on the wellness spectrum? I would say I'm closer to Gwyneth. If I had to put a label on it, like, I'm definitely, like cryofacial level of wellness. Wow, I love this. Yes. I have to say, I'm sitting across from the Goop store in New York on Bond Street, and I went in yesterday. Such Is a that where thing. you got COVID? Maybe. Imagine. Can you imagine? <laughs> the irony. <laughs> <laughs> 
I used to work across the street from the Brentwood Goop store at Heyday, and I went in there a couple times simply to like feel a part of. And I can honestly say the vibe in there was not great. This one was very hot. Yeah. Let me live vicariously through you. What was what's the vibe like? I don't know. I just didn't get the vibe that the folks that were working there. I think they could tell that I couldn't afford to be there, which when I feel that, like, I feel it. I'm like, oh, you think you're better than me. You think I'm poor, which I am. But you know what? I'm thriving and I'm happy. And I'd rather be poor and happy than be rich and a bitch. Amen. And you know what? Have we learned nothing from Pretty Woman? The one over here, I was very confused by because it's mostly a jewelry store. Truly, the jewelry section was the biggest section. And then the vibrator section, which I was into because they had samples of all of them out so you could touch them. But it was a very confusing shopping experience. Did you leave the store with anything? No, I was like, I'm going to buy something just because. And I was just like, eh. What I want to know, though, is if you've had a cryofacial. Back to the... Yeah. No, I haven't had one. Whatever it means, it sounds nice. Yeah, I really want to have one. I have been looking into Artha, which is like a members-only spa in WeHo. And I've been looking at it because I have a friend that has a membership there. And they said that they could get me in. And I've been looking into it. And they do a cryofacial. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Soho Spa type place. I know. It's called Artha. Okay. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> we whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. My brain is like still wrapping. Okay. So is the concept that you pay to be a member and then you have to pay for facials on top of it? Or is it like get unlimited facials? I think it's, yeah, I think there's like a price for the membership per month and included in it is like all of the things that you get at like a Korean spa, like the, you know, the, oh, cool. the sauna and the cryo chamber and what, and then I think facials and other services are maybe an additional, but for non-members, they're probably like way, way more. I don't know. I, I didn't do too much research into it because I decided it's not for me. <laughs> if it's like invite only, it kind of feels like Raya or like Soho House or it's like, like, I don't, I don't love that. Yeah, I respect that. My friend started a salon in West Hollywood where a membership salon where you would get like a certain number of blowouts every month and then you got discounted services. And uh, but you didn't have to like, get invited. You could just be like, can I pay this fee so I get unlimited blowouts, which is awesome. Yeah. I used to be a dry bar girly when I had long hair. I feel like dry bar, every time I go there, I come out with like a bird's nest on my head. Like they, because I don't really use heat on my hair. I feel like there's so much breakage every time I go there. I'm like, this is, this was a bad decision. I don't use any of their products anymore. I used to be a dry bar girly for sure. I used to like use all of their stuff because I was so loyal to the brand, I guess, because I got my blowouts there. But then I realized I, yeah, well, loyal, I'm a Leo. So I'm like loyal to a fault almost. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I am an ambassador. You don't even know it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't like an agreed upon thing that we are like, you know, mutually, you know, up to speed on. But not paying me. I am actually paying you. Yeah. And I'm cool with it. Yeah. A membership I would pay for, though, is a place that will just touch your hair and brush your hair. I know it sounds creepy. (laughs) Like a a scalp massage situation? Yeah. 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 Riv and I just looked at you. There was blank stairs. <laughs> Complete blank stairs. Yeah, well, there is, yeah. I feel like there's like places where you can pay to have a cuddle sesh. Yeah. 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 That feels too creepy. I'll rephrase that. Less creepy than someone petting your head. Okay. Not petting. A scalp massage. They start with brushing it. And then they, there's a, maybe I should start this. I mean, I'd be into it. I love having my hair played with. Yeah. Right. You Additionally, I love to play with people's hair if they give me consent to do that. So I'd be down. A little tussle exchange. Mm. You know what? I'm not opposed to this. And I actually kind of feel like it would be cool to have a non-dry bar dry bar where someone just yeah. washes your hair. Mm-hmm. Because like, 
yeah. you know, when you and like you get a deep condition, then you get to leave. You don't have to like do all the heat and style. It's just like, let me wash okay. your hair, do some nice little scalp massage, maybe a little scrub. Mm-hmm. And then you read a book, you do a deep condition, then you get to go on your merry way. Into it. I, I think even Tussle Exchange is a good name for it. So Riv, you have first right of refusal on that business idea, <laughs> but anyone else, you guys can discredit us. Well, now I have to ask, is hair tussling and hair play part of your wellness house of cards? No, no. But I can tell you some things that are. Before we get into your house of cards, how are you, what's your general vibe right now? Like, how are we doing? Are we thriving? I'm thriving. I was merely surviving like a week ago, but now I feel that I've, I've leveled back up into my Charizard era of thriving. Do you think, do you think that has anything to do with the full moon tomorrow? I think so. Yeah. What is it in Leo? It's Gemini. Gemini. Oh, good for them. Um, yeah, I think I think I thrive around the full moon. I usually bleed around the full moon too. And I get like bad PMDD the week before I bleed. But then in like the two days before I bleed, I feel amazing. And I'm like horny and like happy and my body feels squishy and good and yeah today I feel like I'm like two days out from my cycle so I I do feel I I am thriving bestie is okay bestie is synced I would just like to show you my app two days out (laughs) love that love to see it does that make you a red witch or a white witch? red nice so you're in the sweet spot for your red zone and you're thriving you're feeling good so what's currently in your house of cards what are you reaching your wellness house of cards the first thing that has absolutely for the last three months just changed my entire body my entire spirit my entire mind is powerlifting. Yeah. i don't know if y'all have been seeing my fucking deadlift videos on instagram but like why am i not getting served <laughs> this content immediately from the algorithm i'm <laughs> angry Zuckerberg has some explaining to do right well I like saw in the summer this Filipino girl Heidi Lynn Diaz win the Olympics in the like women's weightlifting category and I was just like that I want to do that and I before the pandemic had done like glute camp in Chicago which was this like fun (laughs) you know thing that one of my actor friends had uh, put together and I was just like I don't know like I'm not that strong da 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 But then I got a membership at this gym over here in LA and like powerlifting, I've heard helps reverse the aging and not reverse, but like slow the aging process. It helps with mental acuity. It helps with bone density. And I know osteoporosis runs in my family. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to help that as as much as possible, especially because I did a lot of damage to my body in my early twenties. And it's amazing. I, I feel like such a superhero anytime i want to give up on a rep i just like i'm like it's for marvel like <laughs> i tell myself like it's so i could be a marvel star one day and yeah i was telling stacy one of my like core archetypes right now is regina george but when she joins the lacrosse team <laughs> yeah very specific Love. yeah channel all that anger and that rage and that mean girl energy into lifting heavy things with my body like sign me the fuck mm-hmm. up so you're literally just influenced by the olympics pretty much to get into powerlifting yeah yeah and also truly that and and seeing powerlifting tiktoks i would I mean, i've been a secret observer of this for a long time it's also something that i maybe like used to like jo to um there's something really sexy about like seeing somebody lift like more than their own body weight and like all the veins popping out of their body. It does it for me. And it does give me this feeling of safety and failure because the gym is like one of the places where you're championed for failing, cheered on when you can't lift something and people are still proud of you no matter what. I've been hitting PRs often, but every once in a while I'm like, let me just add on like five more pounds. And when I can't do it, I'm like, but that's fucking badass. The thing came off the ground for two seconds and I couldn't get it 
like an inch more up, but that's still sick. How long have you been doing it now? It's been about like three months. Right oh. after I had COVID, I kind of had this like come to Jesus moment where I was just like, I want to be strong. <laughs> and <laughs> I, yeah, I started working out. I take class maybe five days a week and, and it's wow. yeah, amazing. Good for you, dude. We love it. The you're getting those healthy endorphins. You're flirting. You're looking good. You're feeling fine. Good for you. What's next on your wellness house of cards list? Tosha Silver audiobooks. Oh <laughs> She's so what? good. Specifically, specifically outrageous openness and it's not your money. That divine abundance prayer, like I have it as my background on my phone and I look at it a couple times a day. I'll like sometimes even like say it while I'm like on the bus or whatever. Um, I just love her voice so much and I can just pop it on and like mindlessly do stuff like and just listen to her. She's kind of got that like Sarah Paulson lisp, which is so <laughs> indie. It's like ASMR to me and just... I love her little anecdotes and the way that she tells them. And she's kind of got this, you know, <laughs> I can't even do an impression of it right now, but it's, it's so soothing to me. I'll throw it on while I'm doing the dishes. I'll throw it on while I'm like walking to the grocery store is like maybe the most stressful place for me in the entire world. And so I'll like have a Tosha like audiobook on while I'm at the grocery store. Mm. Tosha is like an OG spiritual book author in a fun way. She reminds me of the 90s. And she's also queer as hell. So like she and she talks about it in her books a lot, but it's not your money really, really just even the title. Like I have to yes. remind myself of that constantly that that this this money is not mine. Like this is God's money. And then outrageous openness kind of allows me to get in that mentality of inviting God into every conversation, every transaction, every house, you know, cleaning, every text message I send, like and just kind of letting spirit enter before I do, which has been really, really, really helpful for me. I was like in New York with my family for uh, Thanksgiving and anytime I was like not with them, I had that audiobook play in because there is some fun ancestral uh, ideologies about money that I'm trying to kind of block away from myself. Aren't the yeah. holidays fun for that? They're so <laughs> fun. I just absolutely love being around my family. Oh yeah, I was doing really great. And here I am. Yeah. Confronted with all the shit. No, I feel infected when I, <laughs> like New York already like is germ city, but I like, I felt infected with many viruses <laughs> when I came back to LA. But no, we're back, we're back into thriving mode. And then the other thing that I'll, throw in there well there's two things masterfestation which is masturbating and manifesting at the same time you know what show is that <laughs> i don't know that one <laughs> it does sound like a show maybe i'll write that you should write that one yeah yeah um I have so many things on my little wellness house. Like screenwriting Twitter has been really helpful to me because it, it feels like community. I'm a very community driven person. A lot of my like, I think my Venus is in the 11th house. So like community is just hugely important to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I find that there's this like little community in screenwriting Twitter. Yeah, there's definitely some like white guys that have opinions on there that like need to say them. But yeah, going back to Masterfestation, you know, I, I listened to, I don't know if y'all know Evian Whitney, but they had a podcast episode all about ancestral pleasure that I thought was really, really Whoa. interesting. And, you know, I having me having like indigenous Filipino ancestors who were like colonized and stuff. I'm sure that they went through a lot of like shame and, and, you know, obviously with Christian imperialism, like kind of fucking everything up for everybody, like shame is just such a heavy thing, especially with Asian like women and, and, mm -hmm. you know, adding non-binary and queerness on top of all that like I just like kind of default to shame when it comes to sex and things like that and my own pleasure like even like non-sexual pleasure I feel this like 
kind of sense of like, no, 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 you're not allowed to have that. You're supposed to struggle. And so with this like idea that like coming for myself is not just coming for myself. That's like coming for my ancestors too. I am doing ancestral God work while I orgasm. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And then the last thing I'll say is charcuterie. Oh, Right you after post transition, yeah, from like <laughs> coming for your ancestors to charcuterie, charcuterie board. And, um, charcuterie. Yeah, that sounds like he doesn't want a charcuterie afternoon. Yeah, that that's truly blessed, blessed afternoon. Yeah, well, it's like my, my partner and I have been like throwing these like new moon and full moon parties. Those are probably going to take a little hiatus because of cocoa, but it's just like usually a bunch of queer people get together and like I have this this a cutting board that my friend Jake made me out of wood mm-hmm. and there's like a purple stripe in it which is cool and he's like it's like yeah the wood is naturally purple I'm like I don't know about that but <laughs> it's gorgeous <laughs> and I was just like I never use this thing and I was just like this is like perfect for a charcuterie board and so yeah we'll like usually like stop at Erewhon before these gatherings and like you know make this little charcuterie board together which is a cute fun like thing to do with a boo and I don't know. It just brings me so much joy. And who doesn't love meat and cheese? And if you're vegetarian or vegan, sorry, but like, I don't know. Like, I went to I went to somebody else's like little gathering. Like, it was like Alex Kacha had a birthday thingy the other day, and they had this like charcuterie board set up with like persimmons. And I ate a persimmon for the first time. I am addicted. Those things are so good. They are part of my winter wellness house of cards. As soon as they're in season, I actually truly eat like one a day. They're so good. They're like tomatoes on the outside, but pears on the inside. Like what? Who could ask for anything more? Have you tried the dried persimmons from Trader Mm. Joe's? No. They are seasonal. You have to like buy them in bulk. They are so fucking good. And it's worth going and getting them from Trader Joe's. I've tried other brands and they're not as good. Okay, noted. Dried persimmon, Trader Joe's. Also looks great on a charcuterie board. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't get down with like a plant-based cheese situation. You're you're like, sorry, no lactate pills. If you're allergic to dairy, that's on you. I am, I think, probably at least sensitive to dairy, and I do not take lactate pills. I kind of just like let it happen and let my body kind of just do its thing. You sometimes know, you just, it's like a little draino. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need a little have have a little dye, but yeah. you know. There's there's other things in other people's wellness house of cards for the dye. I mean, I I have been lactose intolerant probably since I was 15, I think until a year ago. Like I'm sensitive still, but the body has changed and the body wants the cheese. I love that. I'm, about it. I'm really happy about it. I'm like, did I, was that real? <laughs> the same thing happened to me. All of my like early, early until maybe my... 25 I was very very allergic to dairy and I would like get horrible cystic acne now I'm fine could live on cheese and would be absolutely fine yeah I love um speaking of Trader Joe's they have that like goat cheese with the cranberries on it that's my shit I'll do like I love love ricotta with honey and like a pinch of that flaky salt fuck yeah I'm all done Mm -hmm. unexpected cheddar have you had that unexpected cheddar from from Trader Joe's Oh. oh it's like cheddar but it tastes like parmesan and I don't know why it just works Wow. It's so good. It's so good. They have it in shreds, but then the block is kind of where it's at because you can just kind of bite into it, which is what I do. Mm. I'm a brie cheese person. If I'm going Mm. to have a cheese plate, there must be some some sort of creamy brie sitch, Mm. brie adjacent. No, and I don't know why because that seems like a place I would like. 
I really like to be on Brie Talk. It's just like a bunch of people doing different ways of doing baked Brie, which um, I always like save them. I about baked Brie and she did not, she was not feeling it, but I'm really glad that you are feeling it. I'm into it. Yeah. I feel seen. I'm really <laughs> into Brie. I like a hard cheese. I like it all. Except for, I'm not <laughs> into like Gorgonzola or blue cheese really, but no. but other than no. that, I, I'm down with, I'm down with Riclette. Yeah. I'm down with Feta. I love the Feta pasta from TikTok. That probably would have been in my wellness house of cards like two months ago. Wait, Riv, have you done the cheese board by numbers? Do you have the book or have you seen this? No. What is that? Oh my God. Welcome to the rest of your life. So there's a tick. There's not a TikTok. There's an Instagram person who does a cheese board by numbers like every day, basically. Oh and they give you like, they, they make it really beautiful. And then they say like, okay, here's how to do this. So like They make like the, I don't know, prosciutto roses and like the like gorgeous, amazing combinations. And they all have names and they're like, so cool. I went through um, a very a quick Momo where I was just just saving charcuterie boards on Instagram. So I probably have like 500. And when I would feel stressed, I'd just look at them because they're like things organized neatly. And I became obsessed with this woman. I, I do love that like sigh of relief or that like, oh, whenever like me and like my my girly like bring out our little charcuterie board and it's like it's time <laughs> Dionysus has arrived <laughs> it's also very in your late 20s I feel like to embrace the charcuterie board yeah yeah I'm, I am 29 which means I'm 30 and I like I'm obsessed with charcuterie it's adult lunchables and we never talk about that yes <laughs> that is exactly it it is also I think out of COVID we're like how do we make every snack a masterpiece yeah. Well, it's like when I was when I was I, I lived in a place with a roommate like like a year ago, I was living with a roommate and it was like not great. And my little like saving grace was to make my personal charcuterie plate, which was that that cheddar, the unexpected cheddar. I would do those little grape leaves, the dolmas that they have at Trader mm -hmm. Joe's. I put some crackers, some like soprasata and like whatever other meats I could find and like some olives and just bring it back into my room. And, you know, that was this like ritual that I had for myself in the middle of a work day, especially like working with like back-to-back -back Akashic Records clients and stuff, like and everyone's ancestors, oh, yeah. like you kind of being in snacks. my home. You need a little snack, but not too heavy of a meal where you feel like you're gonna like shit yourself during a session. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was like, kind what of my go-to. What are you eating for lunch normally that you feel like you're gonna shit yourself? I mean, like chili. <laughs> Yeah. Just beans, a, high, a gigantic vat of beans. <laughs> Chili Mac was a thing that I, oh God, I, I I have a weird relationship with food where I like, if I like something, it becomes the, like my higher power to like have that thing for oh, breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I've recovered yeah. from that like state, but there are occasionally like with the feta pasta, like I definitely had a hyper fixation on that meal. There was this like cucumber and tomato and feta salad that I used to eat like breakfast, lunch, and dinner when I was in college. It was really disgusting. Like the salad itself was delicious, but like, I, yeah, I'm an addict by nature. I can't really do anything without it getting to a disgusting level. So, like, you know. I resonate with that. Yeah. Oh, I like to reframe it because I'm the same. I have to eat something until I'm sick of it. And I think it's just you got to really master the art of eating it. And once you've figured it out, you're like, I'm ready to move on. Are you an MG? Yeah. <laughs> okay, me too. I think it's just like that is like the like leveled. Okay, you're in your Charizard level with that like reprogramming of that. Whereas I'm still no very much like she rebranded that. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to stick that in my little thing. I am now an expert at eating this one specific thing. I can tell you every way to eat it. How much is too much? How much is too little? What time of day you should eat it when you should not eat it? I love that. And then 
it's time to move on and to something new. You. You, never, yeah. you never get it again. No, you don't need to. Ugh, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful way to reframe that. <laughs> Riv, is that your current wellness house of cards? Do we miss anything foundational and important? I mean, yeah, the, the usual thing, like having a bidet, you know, guash. I could no. talk about guasha for a century. Like I had a, a crazy guasha experience early 2021 where I went to see the muscle whisperer. I don't know if y'all have watched this woman's videos on Instagram, but she's this lady, Jackie. She is in Sherman Oaks and she's got pink dreadlocks. She's crazy. Um, <laughs> she's like guasha, but it doesn't feel good is her brand. Oh, that's, that's amazing. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what I want. Yeah. But- hurt me yeah no so i like went and saw her i mean it was it was arm and a leg to get like and then literally she like like <laughs> went to town on my upper body your whole body just upper she she you either pick your lower or your upper whichever one has more drama and i had her do my upper body she like went in for two hours i was laying on her table dogs all over the house one of them like kind of just like laid in my lap as this was happening which was really nice and she guashed me the house down and I was covered in bruises like for truly two weeks. It looked like I had gotten into a really bad fight. But then she like gives you aftercare. It was kinky too. She was like holding me down and like washing me. And I'm like, you know, she's just like, oh, there's your mommy and your shoulder. <laughs> I truly haven't had a lasting resentful thought towards my parents since this experience. And like, I will stand by that. Like, yeah, little moments where I'm like, oh, that's annoying. But like, they literally like pass and I, found that like through that experience like being able to like let out my like primal screams and cries like which I had never done before I think like crying for me was this very like thing that I had to be pretty with like I was like afraid to ugly cry because I'm an actor and whatever and like crying has to be gorgeous like (laughs) that's the Leo too it's like (laughs) that kind of thing Um, like one the single tear kind of like quivering Kira Knightley jaw. But the second she started fisting my arm, like with her guasha, like I started like sucking back tears and I was just like, ooh, it hurts, ooh. And she was just like, no, Riv, you're gonna let it out. You're gonna let it out. You gotta scream, you gotta cry, you gotta let it out, you know? And I went full Sarah Paulson, like, no, the killer is escaping. Like it was, just, it was truly, <laughs> like it was psychotic, but it worked. It helped me a lot. And she taught me some cute moves that I can do for like TMJ, for migraines and whatever. And like, I truly, yeah, the, the TMJ has been a lot more manageable. The migraines mm-hmm. have been a lot more manageable. And the resentful thoughts towards my family, gone. Graston technique, which I think is kind of sounds a little bit like what they, this person was doing. It is, it is a spiritual experience. Like there are plenty of practitioners who say like because of these adhesions that we hold in our body, like we are unable to release trauma, emotions that like we need to in order to like live our lives. So everyone needs a good beat down, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really, really, it was everything I needed. I had like, that was like, that felt like a physical exorcism. And then the next day yeah. I had a gentle exorcism with Caitlin. And it, it oh, like, God. it was just like the perfect like week of wellness. That was like April, 2021. And I had this like beautiful week of wellness where mm-hmm. I truly, after having that done and then having the gentle exorcism from Caitlin, like had no plans, but to just be. <laughs> And it was, oh. it was like a nice little little wellness retreat in my apartment. Yeah. That's such a lovely gift to give yourself is just like the time to, mm. to like let something simmer. Like even I, I kind of like get annoyed at myself when I don't give myself 30 minutes after therapy. You know, when I like jump into a meeting right after I have a therapy session, like what is wrong with you? You're an insane person. Like you need to, you need to let your emotions brew. 
Yeah, I don't do that. I need to definitely mm-hmm. make my, yeah, work my rest period post-therapy into my schedule. Yeah, right. it's usually it's sandwiched between other Zooms and calls, and you're like, this doesn't feel right. When you start <laughs> saying to your therapist, let's circle back on that. And they're like, no, actually, that's not the point of the session. <laughs> you mind if we make this Zoom meeting a Slack meeting? Can we just, we just test? <laughs> I love my therapist. Do you guys do you guys like do like like regular therapy? Or are you in like a EMDR or like a IFS? What what's your vibe? I don't know what IFS is, but actually, mine's an art therapist, so we do a lot of drawing. That's sick. I love that. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I like it. IFS is Internal Family Systems. It's oh, basically right. like oh, archetypes and mm-hmm. therapy combined and that's what yes, i do I, I fucking love it did you start doing that i feel like within the past six months it's really blown up because i have some friends who've started talking about it and doing it after hearing about it on tim ferris mm-hmm. i didn't hear that i started like yeah around i want to say like three months ago too i've had the same therapist for a while but i heard about ifs through i was like working on a gig with a bunch of like yeah, A-listers. It was wild. I was like sitting at this table and I was just like, oh, like I am looking at Kai Gerber and we are casting the same thing, which was like sick. But like all of us were talking about therapy, which is like <laughs> a beautiful thing. Like, and this one girl, Josephine, was like talking about IFS. And I was just like, I've heard of that. I think I read about that in Body Keeps the Score, actually. And she was just like, yeah, have you read No Bad Parts? And I said, no, I listened to this mm-hmm. audiobook. It basically just talks about how obviously like with archetypes, there are no bad archetypes. There are no bad parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even that part of me that wants to self-sabotage or sabotage my relationships, that's not a bad part. That part's like protecting me from something. And so that is like what IFS deals with. And I kind of asked my therapist casually if she knew anybody that like specializes that. She's like, oh, you're looking at her, girly. And I was just like, let's do it. So we've been doing that ever since. And it's it's really, really cool. It's like a lot of integration and it, it does feel very shadow worky, witchy. It's very much my speed. That's cool. Now, now I want to go book a session and like, I want to, who, what's my internal family system? What does it look like? Like, mm-hmm. who, are those, who are those guys? Yeah. Who's at the family of Pelazon? Like it literally <laughs> sitting at the table. I always like envision it as that too. It's like a last supper style. <laughs> this is my fucking religious drama showing up, but like, it's like a last supper style table and they're all kind of just like ready to fuck shit up. <laughs> and then there's a couple of them there that are like, you know, good intention. But for me, for the most part, they're like, let's fuck shit up. <laughs> Everyone's a Judas. Yeah. Like everyone is a Judas. <laughs> yeah. I feel like mine, it, it feels like it's in like a UN situation for some reason. Like it's a very international feeling place. I love that. Um, yeah. With like a Britney mic and the yes. translator in there. Yes. Michelle, what's yours? I feel like they're probably people who are just on like a group text together who like never really see each other. <laughs> 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 who, who are like, you know, they like come, kind of come or like on a sitcom where you never see all the characters in one room. It's always like, oh, these two people hang out or, or these two people hang out. I feel like that's what my internal family system is. It's like, no, you, you never see all of us in the same place at once. Like we can yeah. all be the same person. Ooh. Um, you know? I love that. So we got The Last Supper. We got Model UN. Or not the model, not model UN, the UN. It's the real a bunch of uh, sophomores in high school in like business casual outfits. Called <laughs> out. I think that's actually more accurate. <laughs> it was a Freudian slip. Okay. I'll and, take it. And the group text. I love that. Guys, <laughs> we're complex beings. Famously, we count. contain multitudes. I mean, your wellness house of cards contains multitudes. We have, yeah. there's something for everyone here. Yeah. There is. Yeah. If yeah. you're not into charcuterie, try powerlifting. If you're not into powerlifting, try getting your muscles scraped for two hours, you know? If that doesn't want to do it for you, try masturbating. I don't know. Masterfesting, I mean, honey. We, we, <laughs> we, yeah, we didn't really double click on masterfesting, which I'm assuming is just sort of 
sexual taking your sexual energy and when you masturbate and then when you finally come saying what you want to do. yeah that's, that's that's exactly it i have a whole like you know there's a playlist and there's a whole ritual behind it but also like i've kind of infused it into just like everyday coming like <laughs> not not coming every day but like just like standard like i don't need to do the whole candle ritual and like I don't know, like rub my like menstrual blood on a plant to like get the same effect yeah. that I feel when I'm just like, okay, like I have like 15 minutes like to do this and like let me just like get in the right mindset and just like let it go. And then also like if you have consent from a partner, that's like something you can do together too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a great practice. And masturbating every day or orgasming every day. I talked to a doula a couple years ago when I was an editor for some some beauty place who told me that women and people should masturbate every day and should come every day. And that's what mm -hmm. keeps us the most fertile. And she was like, think about, you know, cis hat men, they come every day, they masturbate mm. every day and it's not weird, mm. but what about everyone else? So normalize coming every day. Free the cooch, free the mind. ABC, always be coming. That's it. That's exactly right. That's, that's the third subtitle of this podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Where can people find you to stalk your, your wellness journey? Yes, uh, please stalk me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, those are my primary channels. Well, my TikTok and my Instagram are rivka.reyes. That's R-I-V-K-A-H dot R-E-Y-E-S um, on both TikTok and Insta. And then my Twitter is same thing with no period. Riv gives great content. Yeah. She do. In all formats. <laughs> and your pod? Do we want to? Yeah, anything? my pod is currently on hiatus, but if you are into nostalgia and, you know, just would rather hear where child stars are now from their mouths rather than Mosfeed, go check out Where Are We Now with Riv Reyes. That's me, Riv Reyes, on wherever you get po uh, podcasts. It's so good. Thank so you. Good. Subscribe, everyone, so that when a new episode drops, you'll be the first to know. Thank you, Riv. <laughs> Oh my god, no, no, it's all right, sweetie. Let's just get this off. You're gonna be fine. Your pretty hair. I'm just as good as any of you. Of course you are. Better, probably. Thanks for listening. You made it through. Make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the Good For You podcast. And when you write a review, you are automatically entered to win the gift of the week. Last week's winner of the Cedar Stack Candle is, drumroll please, Jenna Energy. Jenna, thank you so much for your wonderful five-star review. Write us at Good For You Pod on Instagram to redeem your prize. Congratulations. Nice, Jenna Energy. Hit us up. Yeah, good name too. Like, I kind of wanted to just say Jennergy. I need it. Can I type in some? <laughs> Please. Can we take your life force energy to get through the holiday season? Please, yes. thank you. Maybe that's what we should all take on as a little Jenner. Yeah, let's take that vibe with you, everyone. We're going to be out for the next two weeks because holiday. But we have lots of goodies coming for you in the new year. So you'll get lots of holisticism in your ear holes in 2022. We will be back on January 7th. Have a great summer. Don't change. Or do. See you next week. No, we live. Told See you, you in 2022. 